Yo, it's the Corey Cash Podcast coming back to you every Sunday. Y'all know how I do. But this time, because y'all been asking me and asking me, when you going to have a guest? When you going to have... Now, today, I have a special group of people. I appreciate that little compliment. Listen, a special, awesome. special, <laughs> special group of people. Special group of people. And I would like them to introduce yourselves. The breakdown, and then we also have the morning after. The morning after. Yeah. Cass. Yeah. Like Introduce a, yourself. It's like a podcast coalition. Yeah, we're trying to unite under the forces of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the breakdown. That's uh, myself, uh, Brandon, and uh, Rayvon. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. And you have the morning after with Misha Cole, and I'm Misha Cole. So when, we, when do we put our rings together and form Captain Planet? <laughs> right now, Captain Podcast. <laughs> I got I dibs on Earth. <laughs> Earth is whack. That yeah, was trash. Yo, is the African dude? Nah, no, who's Earth? Indian. Indian dude. No, no. Indian dude was hard. It was Earth. Wait, the African dude was Earth. The African African Africa got to be hard. Of course, it was no, Earth. No. no, it was Earth because they steal all the resources. Oh, out of Africa. Heart was definitely the Indian dude. Heart, heart, nothing. Nothing Boy, happened. Captain Planet was a dead punk, though. If you look at him, like, he used to get beat up for people. I mean, he want to press people for littering. I mean, listen, shut up. Yo, we all about to die because niggas been littering for years. That's a fact. My nigga Captain Planet was on or something. Yo, you know they <laughs> say. You know they say eighty five percent of pollution is is from cow farts, bro. The Pets. methane. The methane in cow farts. Appar- apparently, it's a lot of methane in cow farts. You can make so because we breed more of them, it makes more. Yes. <laughs> You could physically make gasoline out of cow poop. <laughs> so would that mean like it's really we produce too many white people, which makes <laughs> which means because they the ones making the cows, which means that it's white people who produce the most. <laughs> that's, if you want to count backwards, I knew, you know I knew it was coming. Oh, was coming. white so people that, are literally killing. So us. that means the fifteen or the the two percent is littering. Uh, of course, um, mm. I don't know what the rest is. I mean, there's also uh, the greenhouse effect and the yeah. carbon footprint. Don't forget about the shit that's on the, the soda cans. So people literally on. stop eating cows. So they can, they said cars don't even do like a huge percentage of pollution. Yeah, and which they claim they, it does. That's why they want to make electric cars and shit like that. I don't know that. Imagine an electric car. You going on a trip? That shit just break down on the highway to stop because <laughs> you got to recharge that shit. <laughs> I mean, regular cars could break down too. To be but I'm just saying, you. imagine the shit just died. The shit on one percent, and she's die on the highway. Listen, if that means you driving on one percent, you've been knew that shit was on one percent. That's a like, fact. Like, I can make it. But what about if it's like an iPhone start jumping out there while the battery? It'd be on sixty two, then jump at least to if, at least if that's that the case, you might go fuck around and charge it in the sun. Oh, or you so could crank it. You could crank it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo. I mean, you ever had to use those crank chargers for the iPhone? You really gotta crank that shit for like six hours for to get two percent. That is crazy. That's um, the battery. I, I got a question for y'all. What what made y'all start podcasting? That's on Rayvon. It's a long story, but um, <laughs> I, I listen to podcasts religiously. Um, a few years ago, I listened to them. For me, podcasts started with like video games. There's yeah. a lot of podcasts that are in the video game sphere. So okay. I listened to them, and I just like, yo, let's just start a podcast. And then we mm-hmm. did it for a while. Um, we had a couple of false starts. We did a couple of shows trying to figure out, you know, casting, trying to figure out, you know, consistency in terms of what we want to call the show, how mm-hmm. we want to do it. And then we kind of fell off for a few years. And um, A few. <laughs> fell off for a few We didn't years. really fall off. I think it just wasn't popping. 
Yeah, and so is. like it, niggas was living, and it wasn't popping, so there was no reason to continue. And then niggas was like, then black people started doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so once, once black people was doing it, it was like, you know what? We can we can get out of nowhere. I'm not gonna lie, order. that is a fact. Nori and Tax Song is a big influence for me. Mm. Nori because of the drinking and the questions he asked. It is like, <laughs> brother, do you eat ass, brother? <laughs> like just randomly, like indebted of a minute. I think I found a new. The crazy part <laughs> is they were late to the game ass. though, because like were. Charlemagne and them was doing it. Charlemagne is another influence as far as speaking. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was like other people who, like I think, the average person who made a commute was listening to things like the read, yeah, and whatnot. And I would hear it, and then like I'm like, yo, niggas talking about podcasts. We was podcasting, right? And so then I was like, yo, niggas need to jump back in the podcast. As soon as we started talking about jumping back in the podcast, that's when Charlemagne, that's when Tax Stone, mm-hmm. that's when all the nigga niggas started doing it. And I was just like, it's my time. It's my time. <laughs> It's my time. To answer your question from my end of the story, I started doing radio in college. Okay. And that's where I got my start. And I got real popular off. I I became the big kid on campus. Okay. But I was a freshman. I hope they know that. If they listening and they come to Corey Cash Podcast, I hope nobody hit Corey Cash up like... She wasn't even that big, my if I'm being honest. But, she, I mean, I went to college out in Long me. Island. I went to college out in Long Island, so you know Long Island. Is colleges in Long Island? There's colleges Is it people in Long, in Long Island? There are people in Long Island, <laughs> yes. And it's I went just to five, <laughs> I went to Five Towns College, and it wasn't that big of a college, but, like, everyone knew each other enough to be like, oh, yeah, no, she knows her own show. But normally, the reason why I got my own show... I was like the first freshman to get a show on campus. And normally mm. freshmen wouldn't do it then, they would do it like junior year. Mm. So it was mm. just like, oh shit, she's gonna get real popular off this. And that's when everybody started inviting me to parties and stuff like that. Like there's this party in Five Towns we call The Fourth. And they do it every day. Do you have to fourth. say it like that? Yes. Yeah. The Fourth? The Fourth. <laughs> yes. You gotta say it like that. That sounds like an Italian lady said that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know Long Island is like half Italian. Half Italian. <laughs> right. Long Island, and almost Staten Island, Island, like 105 percent. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's like point zero zero one percent black people. There. Oh yeah. As soon as you get off the ferry, there's a, a bunch of right there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody that the real New York City don't want, they just push <laughs> over there. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's how I got my start, and then like I started working in like a radio station, online radio stations. That was pretty interesting, and I worked with another show called Saturday Night Live, which these guys came on a very long time ago. It was a show about hip hop, and then nah, that was just me. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember was, that. That was just me. That was just you, right? But we, we, you know, we saw Misha in the trenches getting <laughs> overworked and overutilized. And I was the was only one the there that day, <laughs> the only one engineer that was. It there was a weird day. kind of situation, but that also what she was doing kind of. Also inspired us to expand in how we looked at podcasts because mm-hmm. at first it was just like, "Yo, you put it on like iTunes or whatever," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yo, my nigga, we can go everywhere with this shit." And so like, I got her like, "Yo, what up? Like, you could bring your shit over here because these niggas ain't utilizing you right." And then we just made. So it you there. was uh, like on your on your plantation shit over there. <laughs> what on some yes master? There was shit. like, I was one of like two engineers that would work there. And we would be like super tired. Slice them just from fucking day. with wires all day. <laughs> just from fucking with wires all day. And moving dials shocked. and shit. Moving dials and shit. Can you hear yourself? All right, okay. That's 
fucked up. And like making drops and shit. It was just the. It was fun, but it was horrible. Shout out, shout out to Brando for seeing you. <laughs> for seeing you slaving. <laughs> you said that shit ended years ago. Why are you still doing that shit? <laughs> Come over here with. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but the old. Well, actually, funny enough, the longer story is that we had a recording studio in, in Bushwick, and I put an ad out, a legit whole ad, mm-hmm. and. She happened to respond. Her and another person I know. Mm-hmm. So it was co- it was so wild that the two of them responded, and so she came through. And that was really how like we basically kind of linked back up because mm-hmm. we knew each other from young or whatever. And well, she was young anyway. Um, oh my god! Back when she ain't had those things right there. Them yeah. things that's hanging out right now. <laughs> different kind of times back then, boy. Oh boy. Different kind of times. <laughs> Mine was on different things. <laughs> different things, you know. But but yeah, so she had came and engineered at the recording studio, and from there is when I found out all this other shit that she was doing, and I was just like, oh, okay, I see you, whoop, and then, but then it was crazy because it was like even them, there was a show up there that was doing pretty well. It had like got sponsored by Hennessy and shit. Damn, yeah, name drop over. Imagine that. You know what I mean, but but I saw the Imagine potential, that. mind you. It was <laughs> yeah. just under a whole uh, umbrella, basically. So I had the same kind of premise and the same idea as far as Brooklyn Brand, which is the overall, you know, brand that we all under. So I was like, yo, we, we got the resources. Like, we got the resources. We could do it. and Let's do it. And from there, we kind of partnered up. And that's kind of how we all linked up because this is like, I'll be reaching out to everybody. And then it's just like, yo, what up? Let's get it. Yeah, so, Brooklyn Brand VP, our niggas. I mean, that's fucking I got, I got a question, though. Why the name The Breakdown? I don't even remember. Yeah. I mean, we just remember. be spitballing because the thing was, like I said, the site was Brooklyn Brand, and we were like, "Yo, let's do a podcast." And it was like, "We're not going to name it Brooklyn Brand. Like, it's, that's crazy." Mm-hmm. But then I think it came through conversation. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, "What are we going to talk about?" And on the website, we it's basically like a lifestyle website, so it's mm-hmm. like news, entertainment, media, tech, mm-hmm. sports, game. It was so vast. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Yo, like we could basically have the same conversations with all those topics." Like breaking it down, mm. and it was just like that's what it is. And for you, why the morning after? Why call your podcast the morning after? <laughs> that's a good question. Give the blunt <laughs> I need explanation. You want the rated X version? Or? Yeah, rated R, rated triple X, rated real version, triple X version. Well, okay, so it first started where I had my show on campus at Five Pounds, and that was called the Lady MC Show with Mr. Chase and Miss Cammy. And we would just talk about everything under the sun, but we couldn't curse. <laughs> so, usually in the beginning of the show, like, we would be on air. Like, there would be a slot where they drop the drops, and also it'd be, like, telling the weather. And then they would bring on the show. So, one time we were all there, and we were just listening to the drop, but they didn't play the weather. So, I'm just there. My friend Cammy all there. Yeah, no, he didn't give me the fucking cookie and this, that, and the thing. So, we just started the show off like that. And that's how we really got a view. And I was just like... Holy shit, yes, and welcome to the Lady MC show. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened there, guys, but like, really, that's how it started. And then once I moved along to stuff, I was just thinking, like, it'd be have, it would be kind of crazy if someone (laughs) being, yeah, it did, but um, it'd be kind of crazy if someone had a show called The Morning After and we just talk about literally what happened the morning after a party or the morning after sex or like one night stands and shit like that's what I wanted to do so it's sex based it's <laughs> <laughs> that's the real question cause that morning, the morning after is usually referred to the pill 
<laughs> oh, good observation. Mm, that's what I thought you named it after because no. it was significant to the pill and it no. had to do something with sex. So I was like, I that's a dope name because girls would listen to that the morning after. That's fire. So no. many hoes know about that. Yeah, so literally, so the morning after came about when I was literally at a guy's house after the four, one of the fourth parties. And my shoe was outside. My jeans were somewhere hanging on a tree. My other shoe was What the, the fuck did he give you? <laughs> Yeah, that's some, definitely some Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, there was a drink. But we're not, <laughs> we not going to get into that. There was a drink called, at the party, there was three different drinks. There was one called Kitty Litter. Oh, God. There what? was one called Jungle Juice. And there was one called The Blue Laid Man. And and, and he gave you that Blue Laid Man because <laughs> your clothes was outside. <laughs> my pants was outside. But you had panties on? in your. I, pl- yes, I had panties on. My panties were hanging on the TV. My shirt was in the bathtub. What the fuck kind of penis did he give you? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I'm right not now? sure what's happening. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure what the and fuck is going on. And I was just thinking, on. I was like, I just woke up the next morning. I was just like, hangover. And I was like, I should have a podcast called The Morning After. That's crazy. So you so literally, he literally gave you a roofie. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. This is a story of sexual abuse. <laughs> <laughs> right. It definitely sounds like Halloween. <clears throat> Call the hotline if you're dealing with the same type of problems of The Morning After. <laughs> right. I literally remembered everything that night, and then I remembered my jacket. How you remember like everything? Sh- but you would have never put your pants up there if you remember everything. Because I threw my pants. I thought what I thought was on the window ledge thing there, but no, it went farther than that. <laughs> Why was your pants off? Because we were just about to fuck, and I wanted to fuck him. Oh, 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 oh. That's when the story gets. Also, out. I was really high at the time. <laughs> so there yeah, was no drugs involved. She just wanted to fuck and she was just No, because my jacket smelled like a shit of weed afterwards. I was just like, where did all this weed come from? You know what would be dope? If Plan B sponsored your podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. So how, how, tell me how dope that would be. I, I would feel Nobody would use condoms. No, I don't think you But then make... we would get a nobody lot of that, listeners. Nobody. If Plan B sponsored a show, first of all, the support level would be out this world. Two, girls would be hitting up. Can I just be on your own podcast? Soon as the shit go off air, yo, you want you got the plan B. <laughs> I need that shit. And I need both this, pills. This nigga ain't shit. He ain't got a job. I just fucked him because I thought he was cute. Damn. Damn. <laughs> got a multitude of bum dicks under her belt. <laughs> I would feel okay, but then I'd feel really bad because I'm just like shit. But going back to what you said, the Hennessy sponsorship. I, I need yeah. a some type of. Something, cause that'd be dope, my nigga. You gotta mention them. You know what? You gotta hit them. Hit them. Hit their media page. Got it. I don't think I would do Hennessy. I, I had a bad experience with Hennessy. I don't know nah, if y'all if y'all didn't listen to the podcast. Um, Definitely ain't gonna get it now. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing with Hennessy is, I went to a lounge. I drank Hennessy. I drank four cups while I was standing in the club. You know, I think while you stand in the club, you don't feel like shit. Walked outside. I, that's when reality hit. That cold hit hit you? Bro, I could not walk straight. So I'm like, I feel like I'm about to throw up. I ate Burger King, and I usually don't even eat fast food like that. Got in the car. When we got to the block, I threw up. When I threw up, I remember me trying to go upstairs. All I know is I woke up. My friend told me he found me outside with my hands in my pockets <laughs> sleeping on the stairs. So I no longer drink Hennessy. Then I, I tried to drink it when we went to Sin City. Mm. Disgusting. It turned my stomach inside out. I just don't, 
tried to drink what? Hennessy when I went to Sin oh, City. Again. again. So I, it I tried like, to make a return. Because I usually make a return after those type of experiences. But this one, it seemed like I'm not See, coming back. That happened to me with um, Absolute Brooklyn. That happened to me with Absolute Brooklyn. I disgusting. That's Absolute incident all disgusting to me. Nah, but that Brooklyn shit. Disgusting. I mean, it must just be like to show support for Brooklyn, not Amsterdam. No, that was bad. So- sorry, Spike. Like, no, what happened was Spike Lee. We had the joint, right? And Out of all people? Yeah, he's the most conscious, like. Nah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's conscious. conscious. Black, he's, everything. He's awake enough to drink. Like, yeah. So we, we had this money. shit a couple years ago. He bought ago. his money. I know. I could see. We had this shit we drinking. I'm like, yo, this shit nasty. But we put that bread into the bottle. So I swear <laughs> to God. We gonna I was finish like, it. You gonna finish it. I said, niggas is gonna finish this shit. So I had orange juice drinking it. And I'm like mixing it enough that like I drank enough orange juice that you couldn't really taste. But it was disgusting. And like 18 cups in. Oh, my God. I'm 18 like, cups in. Jesus Christ. I just was drinking. I think I dead <laughs> drunk maybe two-fourths of that. Maybe three-fourths by myself. Mm. I drank the vast majority of the bottle. I've, but this is the first oh time I learned God. that you can have blackout moments and then your brain fuses the memories together. Cause I didn't realize I didn't know. Exactly. I knew I wasn't bugging. Nah. Cause I remember like him carrying me up. Right. But after he told me. Right. Oh, well, I he never told remember. me. I never. I don't remember. You know what it was? Okay. So boom. In my mind, I put my coat on. Oh, I remember this night. I, <laughs> I in my mind, like, in my mind, niggas was like, "Yo, we finna get up out of here." Oh yeah. I put my coat. So I'm in my mind. Oh, I put. Man, when I put my coat on, niggas like, "Nah, you ain't put your coat on. <laughs> we put your coat." I said, nah, nigga, I put the coat. Nigga was like, yeah. you couldn't even do it. Then I went to the bathroom. Apparently, I was in the bathroom for a mad long. Right. In my mind, I just went to the bathroom real quick. Yo, why the fuck does that happen? I have no, listen. In I'm my mind, you. I went up the stairs, and my friend seen me fucked up. He grabbed me, took me upstairs, and I just went to sleep on the couch. that's the way your mind wanted it to happen. That's true. And then you were so my, knocked out. So, was cl- was cold. so you think your mind got pride issues. <laughs> Listen, I think your mind fuses it I because it's so. just trying to save you from trauma. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, right. so, so, so boom. The whole night, mind you, we get in the car. I'm driving. This is when I learned, even when I'm drunk, a nigga GPS is right. Our dad gave like like play-by-play directions to my crib. Now I make this right, right here. <laughs> now I make this right, right But dying at the same time. Yo, I was out. I'm like, nah, 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 slow down. You about to pass the block. Like, I dead knew where we was going. So, yeah, shout out it's to It's a smooth Autopilot. operator voice? Oh, yeah. I, you... know, I guess so. I just know I was wasted, but I know that that absolute, oh that's God. absolutely the last time I'll ever <laughs> I don't even think we've had it since No, then. no, because I was so disgust- adamant. Like, me, I was light like, nah. liquor is fucking, you had a roofie moment. For me, it <laughs> would be. Go back to that. For ENJ, because I'm going to tell Eases you guys. Jesus? <laughs> yes. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to tell you guys a story about what happened before I'm lost to a woman. <laughs> I mean, I respect women, and when I lose, I lose. So, Yvonne <laughs> thought he could drink my best friend under the table. Little did he know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was trying. That Try was it. false. <laughs> it wasn't that a was kill? super false. So, we there drink. I think it was shot for shot. Yeah. And then my man was already drinking that day. He fucked up. So. No. Yeah, I was cocky that day. I was, I was high. He was, was drinking, super was fucking cocky. And so, that's me, so whatever. So he lost, and I was there like, oh, Lord Jesus, please don't let me die off of this E&J. So and apparently, like Brandon's situation, I thought I put my jacket on. I thought I told everybody where to go, and I thought I went into bed. Apparently, no, she did all of that. Mm. She took care of me, too, when I was fucked up. 
<laughs> I remember like I remember being super drunk, but I remember like laying on her lap and she like playing in my like oh, you good. Like, and for yeah, the good. fact that she was not like even close to drunk, she was what tipsy. What is she European Russian or something? She's Jamaican. Oh God, light skin shorty from Jamaican. Can't get her drunk is Guinness. You know what I'm saying? And, Heineken. And, and like, what ting. the fuck, <laughs> ting. bro? Like, yeah. Ting mix with some. Uh, oh, yeah. Something I did want to speak on is how do y'all feel about Trump launching his fucking missile, bro? Yeah, I think it was fucking Yo, stupid as fuck. My nigga, my nigga God <laughs> King Trump. Die? My nigga God King Trump going to do what he do, man. Yeah, you already know. I mean, 46% of the, of the voting populace voted for him. This is what niggas asked for. Did you true. now know that Russian missiles are now going for that shit? <laughs> They about to kill everyone. On Hillary would have did it too, though. That right ship before is about he to did die. it, she was cool with it. She was like, she said it, like, yeah, we need to bomb them niggas, you heard? And then Trump bombed them, and she was like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have bombed them niggas. Like, didn't you say she's like, shut the fuck up? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, I mean, at the end of the day, I've been telling niggas since the beginning of the year, like, yo, get train, get ready for this apocalypse because yeah, coming. your stamina better be up there. Right? Yeah. When the comes, it's gonna be on some Walking Dead shit. Yeah, yeah man. Nigga, man. I'm, you better start doing push-ups every morning. Start with ten, increase it by ten every week. I could do and like thirty. You could do thirty. Yo, you gotta bring that shit up to fifty. I'm trying to, I'm those, trying to get thirty-five. Those, those burned-out buildings, you gonna have to hoist yourself up. You gotta <laughs> be able to do that shit. Only the parkour week. gonna be your best friend. Word, <laughs> word. Go to the trampoline park. Shout out to Sky Zone. Word the up. weak people will not last in this apocalypse. Is basically what you're saying here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Cool. You think I'm training for no reason? No I mean, one. I watched Walking Dead. So I should know how to you live. Lazy Instagram bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All them Instagram bitches gonna die. That ass. Them bitches don't work out. They just sit there look pretty get their ass done. What's going to happen to fake asses in the during the apocalypse? They ain't going to be able to get it done. Nobody no, going to no. want to hit. Nope. Nah, they going to be able to maintain that. Because don't you got to get like maintenance? They, yeah, but they, they're they going to have to. But it's going to be hard. How are they going to get to Miami? <sighs> Dr. Miami's going to be a fucking coveted entity. <laughs> right. How he going to Dr. Miami going to live on the fucking top of a hill somewhere where you have to... Fucking he's gonna live on top no, of that nigga's gonna be an emperor. Uh, he's exactly, gonna he's gonna, gonna be, be a emperor. fucking emperor. Yeah, but in order to get to him, you have to defeat all the fucking zombies that's at the bottom to get to the top of the mountain. So, to Doctor Miami, the emperor of Instagram, is then <laughs> you know somewhere down. This in nigga Miami. has his own show on WeTV. This is about to be fucking Mad about Max out here. Doctor Miami. He went from Snapchat to WeTV. He has his own show. Yeah, I discovered that while watching Mama. No, oh, question, question, question. And this. I said this shit before, and, and 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 Facebook went crazy. I feel like black women shouldn't get operations done on their body. That's just me, mm. because I feel like it. We talked about this, and I feel like you see how like you ever just look at like the foreigners, like Russians specific. They're just born tall and shit like that. And then mm. you have I feel like black people, we're born like athletic. Well, that's because we were bred that way. Bred that yeah. way. Perfect example. And I feel like black women are born that way. It's just that you have to take care of your body within the time of, like, changing, like, 16, 15, shit like that. Up until the eight. I don't, I, I'm not big on black women getting surgery. I mean... Because I've seen girls do get asses from doing squats. It's possible. You can't tell oh, me it's no, impossible. Yeah. The, the problem is it's, it's a percentage of women... And if you want to attribute it to black women, there's a percentage of women who don't feel comfortable with their bodies and they decide, like, yo, fuck, I'm going to get these ass shots. And then on top of that, the idea of beauty is just shifting to this exaggerated form. Yo, so they're going to do whatever it takes. That shit right on that. Like, they're going to oh do whatever God. it takes to stay, to keep up agree. with the Joneses. They're going to do whatever. But does, all right, this is my question. He, we can answer it as men, but 
as a woman, do do you think getting your body done fixes self esteem issues? It doesn't. It really doesn't. Have you that's got your hard, body done? But that's why I've right. never gotten. But I'm just saying that's a point. No, if I'm, you never had surgery, you can't speak on whether or not having surgery changes yourself. I ask her because she's a female. I, I'm saying like if something that if she went to the gym and changed something, did it change? She can speak. I, I do people. go to the gym and like. Right, but that's yeah, like but me I'm asking you how you feel after you have a broken arm. No, but it, it, you no, could. But I, you if can, you never broken arm. You don't know. But I can't speak for a female. But you can't. That's why I asked the female. Right, but you can't speak. She can't speak. That's true. Body done. I'm saying because she, she can relate to self-esteem issues. That's why. Yeah. I, you can't. Wait, that's do you put makeup on? Do yeah. I put makeup on? Yes. Just a yes or no question. Not really, no. Nigga, yes or no? I just answered it with a no. Have you ever? Ever? Like, at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I put makeup on. But that's for, like, special events, though. Why? Because if I go plain face, it's not going to really look good. So that's the self-esteem issue. Yeah. I wouldn't really yeah. think of it as a self-esteem issue. It's just making yourself looking pretty it for that special you, But event. make you feel better when you look pretty? To not be judged? For me and my self-esteem and like my pride or whatever, I think it would look good to put it all together. Because say like if I bought this dress or whatever and I have the perfect heels or whatever and I want to put on like a little like eyeshadow or whatever mm-hmm. to match with the dress, mm-hmm. that would make... Me. You happy? Happy, like so I look good. So self esteem is a big <laughs> issue. All huh? in words, my nigga. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh! Big statement that was, that somebody said to me. They said black women. This should disagree. Agree. Black women are the only women that have to look at men from their race and and question: Do they like black women? Agree or disagree? That's bullshit. Everything you gotta look at that. Like, yeah, yeah, every, 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 that's yeah. you disagree? Like, or did I say the statement? Let me make sure I said the statement. I mean, that sounds here's the thing like, about that. That sounds like a statement somebody would make, but I feel like you look at that. You find that in the Asian community. Yeah, they'll, 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 like, they'll find it, but they just can't it. get other bitches because like, you think the, the stereotype is that they got a little dick. So they <laughs> no real talk, <laughs> but, that's, but that dick. doesn't mean that they don't want other women. I think also it depends on the culture, right? right? Like homogenized cultures. Oh, shit. Homogenized cultures. Asian niggas probably just don't look at dealing with women outside their race because they typically want to have kids. So they think about the future. I think yeah. niggas just fuck so they don't think about the future. White people just fuck too. But there's a vast majority of white people who look at like like having sex in regards to procreation. Like, feel me? So they don't they don't look at it like just sex. Or if they do, they're more strategic. So I give it to you like this. I feel like black people typically will, um, maybe, I, you got to find statistics to back this up, but might get pregnant. Oh, no, I probably, you probably can't find no statistics. <laughs> they, get, they, get, they get pregnant faster, basically. I remember pregnant I was watching this. faster than regular? Like, like, they'll get pregnant by somebody outside of the race faster because of, like, the lack of concern of, like, of, of contraceptives and shit. So basically, like, while fucking outside of their race. Feel me? So, like, so, so white women... Are like hella conscious of having black kids because they're gonna have black kids. Black people have black kids no matter who they have kids with. Their kids are black. Oh, nothing changes I see when what you have saying. kids outside. That's some of your race real shit black. that you just said. I mean, like you, you fuck an Asian, but you just got a black Asian. You don't have an Asian black. You have a black yeah. Asian. You have a, yeah. like, if you have Malaysian. a mulatto or a, a interracial or whatever, all yeah. of that still just means black. But when a white person, they kid ain't white no more. When an Asian person, they kid ain't Asian no more. So I feel like they are just a little bit more conscious, like. When about they, the judgment about, of the about family. About sex. No, about sex. About sex. Right, about sex. Like, they'll fuck you, like, like, and in the hood, right? Forever growing up, I would see, I always had this thing. Puerto Rican bitches will 
fuck a nigga, but like they won't have kids with a nigga, right? So a Puerto Rican bitch will have a whole kid with a Spanish nigga. It's like it's like a tradition. Have a uh, a kid with a Spanish nigga. He'll either cheat on them, abuse them, or both, and then eventually she settles down with a black dude. That's what I've seen my I've whole seen, life. I've seen that as well. I've seen, I've seen that. that my whole life. That's a pattern. Pattern. Um, Puerto, yeah. pattern I'm gonna say Puerto Rican bitches that always end up. How, with how do y'all feel like about inter intellectual? I mean interracial um, relationship. Like I support couple, it. Like I, I feel like yeah, a lot let me, of. I, let me hear the question. No, I was I was just gonna elaborate on it. Like my thing is like I feel like when I see a black man or a black girl with somebody outside of their race. They at a point where they're tired of dealing with the same type of things, not knowing that everybody is hurt. Like they don't try to look for the source of the problem. A lot of people don't try to look for the source of the problem. They just want to move on to something that's different. And I feel like a lot of black women, a lot of women, black women that date white men that I've spoken to, even though they're treated like, I'm not going to say better, treated good or great, they still have an issue with not being challenged. Mm. It seemed like black women still like that. Res- not resistance, but like the disagreeing point. Like I'm so used to being challenged. So when I be, be with this person and I'm being treated great and then the person tell me, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm missing that. It's like I'm walking all over him. I mean, since I'm not a black woman, I can't really speak on that. But what I can speak on is interrelational, interrelational, Racial relationships. For me, I feel like no matter what, I'm always going to likely end up with a black woman because I don't feel like explaining experiences to someone in another race. Like, I don't want to have to explain what it's like to be black. And if I have kids with this person, they have this idea of what they think the world is. And they're not going to be able to teach my children how to navigate it. Like, how... a black woman would with a little black girl. Like as a man, I can teach my daughter as much as I can. Yeah. But as a female, you can there's different nuances that you can teach, you know, a child to help them grow and navigate in this place. And as a black male and with a black woman, I feel like we can equip our children with the best tools to navigate the space. But if I have a person who's white, even if they may say that they understand the struggle, they understand, you know, perspective of which we come from I don't think they can teach that perspective in a way that'll allow the kids to understand it. Does I that guess make sense? It does make sense a little bit from what I'm getting there. But I've been in, in an interracial relationship with a guy who's super duper white, but yet he would <laughs> he would be like, oh, he knew like everything about hip hop, which is what caused me like to, to even like, draw towards him. Yeah, so it's like how do you know so much about this stuff? And he was just like always asking questions and he was always into like Jordans and stuff. <laughs> this is not black culture. That is very specific. And like he was also like, but he was really into like going to black barbershops and like talking to them and all that this stuff. Is your, so your kid is the kid we don't want to make. <laughs> what will happen is, So, okay. So to, to jump in with this, with the, so my background in sociology is just, just people. Yeah. Let's say that before. So I'm about to sound wild smart for no reason. No, um, interracial relationships are problematic because they're not they're not wrong. They become problematic because you need to be with a person who has enough like wherewithal and understanding of the situation so that you can have a child and not have mad issues. So for instance, 
you can't just date the average white girl. You gotta basically date a white bitch with a master's. Like she gotta really have a great <laughs> real talk though. Because then what happens is really simply put, you'll be in a situation where like y'all in the whip, y'all driving, mm. cops pull over, feel me? And and you know, they treating you crazy. You talking real respectful. And then she'll turn around and go, Well, you know, it happens to everybody. But, like, y'all was doing the exact same thing on the road as mad white people. They don't see shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when you're raising your kid or whatever the case is, you know, like, you have a half-black kid. And black culture is permeated more than, like, just being black. It's, I mean, it's like your skin color de- defines you. Like, mm-hmm. and then, like, so if the bitch is German, your kid ain't German, my nigga, they black. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember I would listen to niggas like um, Yellow Wolf, who has a, a black kid. And he was like, my kid is just a person. And my kid, like, by the time your kid's 15 and you're not there, and if you're not famous anymore, people don't know, he's going to get pulled over, he's just going to be black. That's just the reality. So that's that's the, the tough part. When you're young, like, so would we be in interrela- interracial relationships, specifically with a white person or with a minority as in, at least of African descent? I don't think I would now as a young person, yeah, because you don't think about those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm fucking this person, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But the truth is, is that, you believe one thing, but the world believe a whole nother thing. Mm. So, like, I remember I, I know somebody who's half black, and and that person was like, oh, yeah, I grew up sheltered. I grew up sheltered. I never knew this. I never knew that. But that person looks ambiguous. They, you can't tell what they are. Mm. Look like Arabic or look Hispanic. And that is beneficial. So if I had an interracial kid, I would hope that that kid looked weird. But then that's cool. You know, but that's cool for me. But there's a whole video like on Facebook somewhere where all of these like minorities, these half half black and half Hispanic people were talking about it, and they were like, "Yo, like growing up, I felt this way." We're all pretty like much black, mm-hmm. so we don't understand what that's like. I understand it to a degree because I grew up like my mom spoke Spanish. I grew up around Spanish people and a bunch of different cultures, and I thought everybody was like everybody had different cultures around. Them. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I got older, I remember like. We spoke Spanish in the crib, and I remember I would meet people that would be like, oh, black people, don't, they can't speak Spanish. Shit like that. Shit fucked my head up. I was like, yo, that's wild. But that's nothing compared to growing up that ass questioning, like, your whole existence. Like, mm. like, am I white? Am I black? That's something. And so that's, that, and that reason alone is why you got to dad have a, a shorty if, it's, if she's white. She legit got to, like, really, really be either. I, I, it's two types. She got to be the she, shorty that with the blue eyes, uh, green eyes shit. That, that she either got to be wild educated or she got to be a wild hood white bitch <laughs> to the point where to the point where like I've, and it's crazy because we look at like those hood white people as ignorant but they grew up side by side with us so you don't have to explain those things mm. you don't even though that person might not be smart enough to like articulate things to your kids mm-hmm. they won't say ignorant shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like 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 so for instance a person that is white and grew up in the hood got beat up enough times for saying something crazy. Cause they grew up side by side with us, and they they probably like that's why you hear nappy because they grew up hearing those jokes. But then when a white person say it, it hurt a little bit more because they white because they hear not nappy. So shorty got punched in her mouth a couple times. So when she have a kid, she not gonna say that because she gonna be like, yo, I remember that time I got punched in my mouth for saying this. You mm-hmm. know? So it's shit like that. Like you know what I mean? You gotta deal with like you know you gotta you gotta get a Rachel Dolezal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta get you a Rachel Dolezal if you wanna have a kid. Oh, Otherwise, God. you you gonna have a hard time. Like I see that shit. I work in Park Slope. I see that shit so much. I got mad kids. That I see that's all half black and they that ass all struggle, son. Like I swear to God. Like they be like I seen kids, I work with kids, but that's besides the point. I'm in I'm at work and I like it's like a social experiment. I see the kid, little little girl, right? She over there and she's like you could tell she switch got a switch. 
Like she black sometimes, she white sometimes. And so she with the white I think that's a that's a cuz every black and white that's fee, how like I the men the men I never really talked to like had to sit down and have a conversation with somebody that's black and white as a man. The most I hear it from is like a Drake or J. Cole. And logic. Logic but, speaks but about have, it a lot. Too. Have men be yeah, good. Logic's they be good, they but be the good. women I met two two or three women that was half black and half. I was like, yo, you in my in my head at this time, three, four years ago, I'm like, that shit you got best of both worlds. They like, right. nah. nah. When what I go to school, you? I meet the two white for the black people. Uh, yeah. Identity is a huge issue. That shit is a issue. Women, it's a women thing though, because women got feel. more standards. They got more beauty standards because, right. like, like with black women, they are condemned for everything, but then over sexualized. So, like, yo, your hair nappy, you this, you that. If you got a big butt, now it's popping to have a big butt. But before, like, you know, when slim was cool, it was like, oh, you fat or big lips. Oh, look at you, you monkey. Do you think that's? Do you think the things that? Are popular now is because of men. I ain't just gonna target black men, but I'm just saying the things men like on Instagram or the things men. It's because of white men who have decided because they run everything for the most part, so it got popping. Like, and then on top of that, it's the way culture shifted. Like, so for instance, only certain things about black women are are, um, I guess, value. So for instance, J Lo came out, she had a big butt. That's when big butts was cool, even though like black women big had, had big butts. But then she don't even have a big butt compared to black women. But at the yeah. same time, it made it cool. So then it was like, oh, big butts. And then Angela Angela Jolie and her lips was plump. And it's like, oh, I love plump lips. Now black bitches was like, oh, it's, but at the same time, if you get a woman who looks like who has the lips of Angela Jolie and the ass of J Lo. She she would have to have straight hair. She got to be light skinned. So it's, it's a certain that, thing. It's it's funny you say that because going back to the interracial dating thing, I was like, yo, if I ever, whenever I look at a a, a woman of a different race, particularly white woman, because that's the first thing that come to mind. When I'm looking at them, I'm realizing that what I'm attracted to are features that I find in black women. So yo, like, why do I even? That's that's crazy. what they call, they call crazy. it. That's day. crazy that he said that because that's exactly if I see a white. I'm not gonna lie It's rare That I see a white woman And it, they just have The features of a white woman And that I like Like you see it You, you don't re- you rarely look at look, look at a Julia Roberts Like yeah that's bad You be like yo That's a Julia Roberts With a fat ass <laughs> Yeah I mean, it's, I, Yeah I, every time you look at another That's crazy that Every time I'm, you look yeah. at another like, race I'm looking I'm like Alright this, this white woman Is beautiful But the thing that I find Attractive on her Are things that are You know Stereotypically black women features like, but I ain't gonna hold you though. I do think niggas like out dating outside their race more so too because of not the non challenge, bro. Yeah, I'm about to go because it is it's true. It's true. It's true that that I'm not gonna say what I was saying is how I feel sometimes because like, you would date like, outside like your race and won't have those type like, of same problems because yeah. they don't. Understand. I don't think society. It's hard, it's hard for a black woman, but I don't think society understands from a black man. And I always put this in emphasis because they don't understand that a lot of men were not raised by uh, black men were not raised with fathers. So we don't we struggle our whole life trying to figure this man shit out mm-hmm. this whole time, like how to treat women, how does this make you look like a man to society? We struggle with that shit our whole time because we never watch nobody do it and idolize them. The people we idolize is like rappers and shit. Rappers, basketball players, etc. You get we don't never by your mother all the time. You don't want to get balked on by some bitch that's, that's supposed to be your. your uh, right, right. If yeah. I'm getting, like another they don't understand. Though. Like when I go outside at one at certain points, at when I go outside, I'm like I work. I, I'm close at work. When I leave work, 
I get to the Bronx around 2 a.m. And where I get off at, that could be my last time because niggas is shooting, niggas is robbing, police is shooting. So it's like when I speak to a girl, sometimes it's for comfort. Like, even if I'm not looking at you as a significant other, I don't want to argue. I already deal with a mother, black mother barking, so why would I want to come to you? it's crazy. If you think about the psychology behind it, that's like two people that's stressed out and depressed. And don't they say two depressed people shouldn't even be dating? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, you just gotta fuck about more white shit. people. Yeah, you gotta fuck more white bitches. To me, that, that, to <laughs> me you know, it's crazy. It was an Instagram post from a football player to another football Seriously? player, and the football player said something like, um, "Like, well, why you only date white women and some shit like that?" And then the nigga broke it down in a comment, and he was just like, "Yo, because black women give you a hard time." He's like, "Black women don't know how to how to chill and just be." When he's like, "Yo, we in the NFL, we do this, we do that, we do this." He's like, "When I come home, I want her to be here cooking, cleaning, whatever, whatever, whatever." They don't know how to just really sit back and not challenge. Now, in his defense, I think that's for a very specific situation. Yeah, because he's rich, he just want a bitch to shut up. Yeah. But I, I think the problem I have with with that statement is like. That's not all black women. That's not all black women. It's not that's all. Definitely but it's not. It's his preference. What we what we're really talking about is like the individual male perspective, and for the most part, I think that there's two types of men that we are speaking of. It's us who I think we're generally not ain't shit niggas. Like we're not dudes that's really just out here violating women left and right. And then yeah. there's the dude who says exactly what we're saying, but but he fucking mad, but he's disrespecting every one of them. So true. what happens is we get judged based off of that. That's and, and I can tell you fact. from a first from a first hand perspective that black women generally do have that demeanor. Not like not the stereotype. Not like yelling and yeah. nagging, but like at the same time like the challenge. It's like sometimes you like men, I feel like and this is across the board with black people, I feel like men are just Expected to take the L all the time, and I think that's from being raised with women. I think I I literally am okay because I was raised by just my mother is to take the L, and that this bitch is never gonna be never gonna not be right, even when no, she, I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah. I, like, mean, but I really I like be that, sitting so here. So I mean, tell me, <laughs> I really think you, you have what? to date. I like that. So so good. You like you like that? that? I don't mind like the the. But that the, becomes yeah. problematic as the because as the women women can't. You gotta understand women. Think about when you in a relationship, right? And a female's wrong. I mean, when you wrong compared to what the female's wrong. When you say we take our L, like I women I'm don't wrong. apologize. But see, here's the thing: if when they wrong, they don't want to hear about it. Again. Yeah, no, we don't want to hear about it again ever. But that's a psychological flaw. That's bullshit because bitches will bring something up over and over and over again. So with that being said, doesn't but if that we mean, lose, but don't that if mean, we but don't lose, that, we're not gonna bring it up again. We're not gonna talk about it. But as for a fact, like if you lose. We're definitely gonna bring it up. Why? Because this we is where the be petty. So, so this and this is exactly and this is, that's why of the balance being off. When you're in a relationship and that shit happens, that's why y'all continue to keep arguing because you never really forgave. You just said it just to shut the person up. Luckily, I just forget everything. I don't forget. I, <laughs> I just be like, yo, I, I view mad as temporary. Right, but I think most men like you're either gonna be mad for five minutes, not five days. Women, but yeah, women be mad for mad long. Like you be talking about something, and then, and, but then that's the thing. You'll get over something, and then the the issue is you gotta really fight for certain things at a point because the women will bring. It's like you stop keeping tally, and that's cool, but she'll but she never stop is. keeping a tally. She'll no. remember so that text from November third at eight yeah, thirty. Why? Like, you be like, yo, that's not even relevant. Like, what are you talking about? So then you have arguments about things, and it's just like I like to call that shut the fuck woman up. logic. Though. I feel like <laughs> what, that's the a tally would like putting like. Dates and times together. Just to no. I had an ex girlfriend that told me the la- the last time we had sex was. <laughs> and had this shit. 
well, the day and the time. I'm, I'm pretty like, sure we got. Are remember- you fucking crazy? I don't know if you watched the show named Maury, but there are forgetful women on that show, and I feel like for me that would be a reason for me to remember at this date of time yeah, yeah, yeah. when well, we had sex. Was, other than her is majority men, but this is something I saw this. I saw this um commented on a, on a Facebook post that went viral, and some was like, "Yo, it's like same shit we just said. Like, why women don't never? Like, no, he said, "Yo, I saw a post where a woman said like, sorry." And he was like, it's crazy how I was raised and never, you know, my mother never said sorry. And there was women commenting. But then there was women commenting that was like, Holy that were shit. agreeing, right? And they were agreeing. And the other women was coming bashing, like, fuck out of here. Women be and then, cool. But it was crazy because the women were arguing with the women because the women was like, yo, son is right, though, because yeah. such and such and so on. And he was like, yo, I'll admit when I'm wrong, but that's definitely not something that we're generally trained. And I think that's that's really what but the root of what black women being angry but when, like, my thing, like, when, why, why not? Like, why I don't understand. I feel or why like not? because why I mean not? because because uh, you know be as far as what you just for said, women. it is a pride thing. But it's what you said. Like, we raised by women. So if you if you the only parent, you think from a parent. We don't. I don't have kids. I don't think any of us have kids. But um, when you a parent, and you're the only parent. At the end of the day, it's like I did everything. So shut the fuck up. And I think everybody. I think everybody. I think like if you're in a relationship, when you're in a relationship, and if you do everything, you don't want to hear it because if in your mind it's like that one wrong, far it's far outweighed by all the right that that I've done. And that's but that's they be trying to like really balance it. But that's but so with that being said, it's it's a it's a lose lose. I think I give it to you like this: our mothers deserve that respect. Yes, like, you ain't do nothing, bitch. So shut up. That's because that's how I feel. Yeah, like 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 it'd be like, yo, chill, bro. Yeah, like, you're just my girlfriend, and this isn't coming from a personal place because it sounds like it is, but it really, <laughs> but it's just really one of those things. Like, you just I, really think about it, don't you? No, I, I mean, think about I, this shit all those, the time. I have those issues in my relationship, but they're not to that degree. But mostly because there's enough open communication. Where no, that, that's a, there is open communication. I feel like I like I don't say like Rayvon when he say like oh he just forget everything I don't forget everything I logic it out and I logic it out like this and it, and it, it might sound disrespectful it's like you can't be mad at some shit that you understand so if I understand in my mind though it sounds like this well bitch you dumb so that's that's my <laughs> yeah. conclusion mm-hmm. so if my conclusion is well bitch you dumb or you just ain't gonna let it go I I'll say it though but. I argue. That's why I tell niggas. Like I'll argue. Our arguments end off with just a, a stalemate because it'd be like, I'll like I remember we had an argument once and it was like, even when you wrong, you try to like make both of us wrong. I said that's because I never fully agree with you and I can never fully agree with you because if I do, then you'll really run with that and you'll make it seem like you're all the way right. So for instance, if I'm a dick because I'm a dickhead, my dickhead enhances and, and furthers the problem, but the problem didn't start for me. I just made it more of a problem. I do but that me sometimes. me making it more of a problem, I do it all I the do time. that sometimes. But me making it all of a problem doesn't mean that I started the problem. Right. So women want you to just go, sorry. No, bitch, we're both sorry. <laughs> I'm just 30% sorry and you should be 70% sorry. <laughs> That's and it. somehow your significant other is still with you to this very... I mean, day. but that's because there's... An, but then also... But then he, he, he said a big... He said a big part about it is communication. Yeah. That's what's it's, missing. That's really what it that's is. What's, that's really that's missing. Issue. You know what it is? And I said that about, I, I really feel like like people of this generation, you can include us or whatever, they're, they they like each other physically. Yeah, they get, they get involved with each other. They have sex, but they're never friends. And what I mean by that is somebody that you convince who talk to as a friend. Yeah. They're never that. And that's why when they break up, it ends on some social media beef shit. 
or they never speak again. And it's the person that really knows you. Yeah. That's the and that's always the issue. It's, that's it's, always the issue. Always. I feel like you yeah. if you can't be friends with your significant other, best friends even, then like what would be the point of you guys being like And that's what uh, that's what I feel like most majority of the relationships that are going on today, that's exactly what it is. Niggas be I feel fucking, like for man. me just be fucking pussy. I seen a I seen a post, it was like females is getting tired of niggas for real. It's they was like, I'm tired. She was like, y'all niggas of this generation so y'all niggas of this generation is so corny. Y'all always talking about we just talking. What the fuck? We gonna be eighty years old talking about we just still talking. But I think everybody's doing that. Like I think women. So for instance, we just were speaking about both sides. I think women fully expect to get wiped up, fully expect all these things, and they not willing. For instance, back in the day when you was getting married, you was whatever. Like there were there were roles, right? You can't say you want to get married and then say I don't believe in gender roles and I don't believe in this and I don't believe. Yeah. Nah, son. Like I just literally we talking about this. I was on Facebook. Shorty posted. Let me ask if. If he was paying seven fifty for rent and she was paying five fifty and they get together, should they split the rent? And then she said, I'm just putting this up to, to expose the fuckboys. And so in the comments, she's like, yo, fuck out of here. I think she should just have to pay the utilities. And then, um, or rather, no, she she initially said, he's saving money by having her in the crib because she's going to hold it down. And then they eventually broke down what hold it down meant. Some people was like, yeah, she'll pay for utilities. And then there was like, well, utilities come out to be almost the same as rent. But then somebody was like, well, I live in Charlotte and my utilities is only 150. Mm-hmm. So long story short, the point is this. If a woman comes in, it's kind of one of those situations where basically what they're saying is we're going to come in and do everything. Now, if a woman is going to come in, clean your crib, wash your clothes, you know, wash the dishes, cook, and that's her job. But I feel like if you're not going to put down no bread, it has to be stipulated. And then you can't never ask that nigga to do nothing. Because if that nigga paying the rent, then that's your job. But then at the same time, women don't want to hear that. Long story short, all I'm saying is bitches is wishy-washy. And so, for instance, n- niggas is just as wishy-washy as bitches. It, I feel like yeah. the whole generation is fucked. It's fucked. It's because, fucked. Like, yeah. you're it's not, fucked. You're it's not, not just the women, it's the niggas. It's the niggas because some of us are the reasons to their problems, bro. Some of us are the reasons to their problems. When it deals with self-esteem issues is because... And I feel like it's, it's mostly us, but I feel like women, <laughs> women got good, the... Uh, mostly us is absolutely right. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times women be insecure because they compare themselves to models. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, y'all look at a girl that's super pretty and then just be like, I want to look like her and go to the gym and try to look. No, but models is like ten percent of the world. Like, yeah, you know. like when Tiana Taylor did the video, I had like friends that were like, oh, I'm gonna get this body, blah 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 blah, and it was just like. Do you know how hard she really did work for that body? <laughs> like exactly. She, she literally just had a kid, but she was working out while she had the baby I, in the belly. The thing is, I never understood. I mean, I guess I can't understand it, but it's just like you can't compare your life to actors and models because they literally work for. Let, let's use an actor for an example. They work for X amount of time doing whatever they're doing, but they have personal trainers, nutritionists who spend 24 hours training them to get to this point. Yeah. You got a job. You got kids to take care of. You got to travel on a train to go to wherever the fuck you got to go. You don't have time to dedicate your entire being to doing this. Americans are so dumb. I was, I was on social media the other day reading just comments, and I was like, God damn, Americans are stupid. <laughs> like, just across the board dumb to the point where it's like, you logically, we sitting in here like, and that's the thing you gotta realize we're like smarter than the average people. So when you say yo, like you can't compare yourself because 
that dot 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 after because is things niggas don't even think about. Like we know we can't compare ourselves to Drake as far as like how many women he fucked because as men we know we just can't fuck women unless you're rich or whatever. Yeah. But women because they have the ability to actually change their appearance and it's affordable, then they feel like they can compare themselves against the women on the TV and shit. Like a like people get their breasts done, people get their ass done, and that's within a within like a forty thousand dollar income range. Mm-hmm. So because of that. You expect that you can do it. You know that you can't beat yourself up for not driving a Maybach because it's too much money. But you can beat yourself up for not getting to Miami this June. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. but but that's because it's attainable. So for women, yeah. these the reason why they they hold themselves to those standards is because you're one YouTube video away from looking like a Kardashian if you kind of already look like one. So you kind of hold yourself. Now is it now is it like uh, it still it does it still doesn't make sense. Like you know the breakdown, but you know the breakdown of what a, what a shorty got to do post baby. Like you know she got to hit the nutritionist, hit the gym, hit the this. She don't know that in her mind. I just got to hit the gym, and then when she hit the gym and she don't she don't scoop that body up, then she vex. But then she don't realize, nah, you had to do mad extra steps, and yeah. then she already beating herself. So Americans are dumb, my nigga. Like they're so dumb. They're yeah, so I think dumb. people are just dumb in general. It's not. It's, I they just believe. I think it's it's the school systems, bro. So? Yeah, because we don't quite, uh, we not taught to challenge the school systems until it, reality hits and you like twenty one and like I didn't see this in fucking school. Well, they didn't yeah. teach like perfect example. School don't teach money money management. They just tell us what Napoleon did. What the fuck? <laughs> and Napoleon conquered yeah, France. Like, I give a fuck supposed, about their history. How was, just, how was I supposed to know what Napoleon did? Teach me some economics and shit. Like the That's first time I actually learned economics was in college, and that's when I realized how to actually do a balance a checkbook and how to actually make sure your money goes out the bank right. Yeah. Like I was just like, why did I not learn any of this shit in fucking high school? Like that would help me so. Yeah, much. that's what make because it's it's more of a we don't want y'all to really know, know what's going on. Just go to school, become a fucking factory worker. And then in 20 years, if you live in or not, you'll get your retirement plan. Pretty much. And just yeah. live. Just go ahead. Go over there. That's what the majority of America does. And they don't seek, they're not conscious about what goes on in America. They don't care. They just, whatever they read in the book is a fact to them, and they don't seek to challenge it. I, us, fortunately, we seek, like, yo, this shit don't make sense. Like, I got to find out what the fuck is this. And we, we look at conspiracies. We look at um, analogies. And we think deeper, and I don't think Americans the the spoilness and the accessibility to too much things makes us lazy. Right. I could go to a nigga. I be seeing people on Facebook, like not. I'm not even trying to play you in a, in a, in a sense. Like you ask the question, like it's just all of us naturally. When you ask what blinks close, what time blinks close, mm-hmm. you could have googled it instead of asking us. No, you actually didn't ask us. I just told you. Yeah. You actually didn't ask. But the person goes on Facebook and be like, when blinks close. Motherfucker, Google it. The laziness. That's what I'm trying to say. Take two. The same amount of time it took to post it, took the, the same. You could have posted that in Google. Yeah, I would really ask Google though, because you could be like, okay, Google. <laughs> like, and it tells you. Word. And if you don't believe what Google says, you can dig deeper and deeper to finding out that oh, Google's lying or Google's telling the truth. Yeah. Like That's- the shit with brown eggs and white. Like, I just learned that brown eggs that in UK they don't. Um, have white eggs. Mm-hmm. The only brown certain brown eggs. eggs. Yeah. At all? At all. It's against the law. That's crazy. Because it's genetically altered or something? Yes. It's oh, probably some bleach and shit. So wait. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. I know it sounds crazy, and she but, broke it down, and that's why the cow shit came up. That's why I was like the cow pollution, because I learned the little mad things. Well, in the yeah. UK, they, they they do not have white eggs. They only have brown. Learn something new every day. That shit it's is, it's like against it. the fucking law. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. The whole cow thing and how like cow's poo actually makes oh, gas is full, what full I learned in the... And then the consciousness, what I'm saying is, what I did after she told me, I didn't know. YouTube did. Google did. I wanted I did to find in, out I why. I learned it in science class, though, with the whole cow thing. No laziness. And the, the assets we got to the internet needs to be used more by stupid-ass motherfuckers that's in them Facebook comments that's just saying random dumb shit that they didn't know nothing about. That's why you have your Tommy... Whatever that bitch name is, that guy kicked up. Yeah, that's why you had because the Black Panther ne- never searched anything about the Black Panther. Don't know shit about the Black Panther, and just was a given opinion. They was just super aggressive, running around holding guns. Shut the fuck up. But who cares? But anyway, uh, wrapping this up, y'all give y'all them your social media. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess we can start with the main shit. Like, make sure you follow Brooklyn Brand presents the breakdown on SoundCloud and Facebook and all that good SoundCloud, stuff. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, the breakdown. Yeah, Brooklyn Brando everywhere. Please support the breakdown. Yeah, and you guys could hear me on the morning after with Misha Cole on Please SoundCloud. Support the morning after with Misha Cole. I feel like you guys would really enjoy that show. And I'm putting emphasis. I'm definitely um really. throwing up all the podcasts. On my Instagram and my SoundCloud. I mean, okay. my SoundCloud. I'm reposting on my SoundCloud, but definitely on my Instagram and my Snapchat. It's lit. Mm-hmm. It's lit. And we out. <laughs> Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hurry into Old Navy this Saturday for a one-day denim deal you can't miss. Jeans are just 10 bucks for women, 7 bucks for kids. That's right, one day only. This Saturday, get $10 denim at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 3-2, select styles only.